Hi, I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. And for Monster March this time around, Sophie has watched Bong Joo-ho's 2007 film called The Host. Now, from that title initially, I don't know what you had envisioned in your head, considering it was a monster theme. I'm not really sure what I actually thought was going to be coming into it. I did. I kind of had mind frame that this beast was like, I don't know how to describe it. Because like a host is... You know, Normally something that lives on your body. Yeah, and that's what I felt like was kind of this creature was either under people's skin or it was a case of it was being the dominant part of the city that it basically... People didn't have a say of what they wanted to do with the normal life because this this creature was like taking over the city. Controlling? Controlling the city, yeah. Right, okay. So that's what I'd got in my head, but I'm thinking I'm linking to back to previous kind of monster movies. That's, they're just terrorising the city, that's the cliche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it mentions in the film, doesn't it, about where the, the name sort of derives from, why it's called the host. Because it's host for the virus that is allegedly yeah, so that's the, the what... part of the storyline. Yeah, but you don't know that until further along, along the line. Okay. So we'll start with the monster itself, I suppose. What, mm. You had some um, well, reservations about it, I guess. To say it's a 2007 film, mm-hmm. that's not that far. It's... It is. It's, yeah, but yeah. it still could do a good job of the quality that you know you could compare it to another film and it would the standard of this creature. I think you could probably find a better design for it. I didn't really get the design. It felt like there was a lot of parts of things like it was meant to be a fish, primarily, but it looked daft if it didn't have legs. But then it looked like a frog slash lizard. But then it reminded me of one of those plant Venus, plant... Venus flytraps. Yeah, with its mouth. Yeah, the big opening, yeah. So there was, like, certain aspects. I think its legs looked a bit weird because they were more at the front of this fish body. Yeah, very long. Yeah, and his face, I wasn't... Because one minute it looked like a fish until it opened its mouth and then it didn't. only bit I did really like was the actual end bit, which was the relevant fish part, his tail and such. I liked how they used his tail within the movements. Yeah. That was the most intriguing part when they did make him move. It's an animal, or a monster, should I say, that can be more bipedal, go on land, and also be able to swim in the water like a normal fish. I do get where you're coming from with that, but I think he could have done... I don't know, I'd have preferred a lizard-type creature, I guess, not something that looks like a big fish, but chuck some legs on it. I don't know, I, the first time it came out, I was a bit like... Really, is this the thing that's going to be terrorising everybody? And I did want to secretly laugh to myself and I thought, I don't know how you're going to react when I laugh, but it's like, it didn't didn't look that petrifying. Well, if you were running at you, it'd be a different story. <laughs> yeah, I guess, because I'm just sat there fine <laughs> watching it. I don't know if the whole thing where you mentioned about the how it looked, like with the year it was made. Bear in mind, I think, because it's a Korean film, I don't know if they have to outsource anything from the States or something to make the design or anything, so mm. maybe costs there sort of limited to what budget. Do. I think because I am comparing it design. to like other films that like, can have a better... Like, well, 
how many Harry Potter films would there have been in comparison at this point? And they were good. Well, at the ta- for the time, they were yeah. good. Hmm. The only bit I did comment on was the first scene when you do see... Well, no, yeah, it's the first scene where somebody sees the... Points him out, yeah. And he's kind of wrapped his tail yeah, around a bridge. Yeah, yeah. And he looks like he's kind of cocooned, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. And you, that bit, initially, I was quite impressed with. I think mm-hmm. that's a clever way of showing a monster appearing. Mm-hmm. I think it's more when he's on land... It seems a little bit more unrealistic. Goofy, yeah, yeah. in a sense, yeah. It like reminded me of the terror dogs off Ghostbusters. That's how yeah. bad it reminded me of that. Right, okay. I was just like, oh, it's not actually running at them, and they got they seem to capture it better in the water. Yeah, look more like a natural place for it to thrive, and of course, it used its tail to swing across the bridge. That was pretty cool. I liked that. That's why I think his tail was the best part yeah. of. The actual creature. And how it you know, picked up people with it. Yeah, because like, I, I put here like, like to swing like Spider-Man kind of <laughs> off yeah. the um, bridges and such, and I yeah. preferred that movement than actually, because like, really, because... Well, with the legs, you won't be able to, it's not It's more practical. like a walking, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, yeah, so it's an extension of arms. Yeah. So, in terms of storyline, we begin with what seems to be a man-made creation of the monster. Yeah. And they're basically throwing like this toxic chemical down the sink. Yeah. Which is then, I'm guessing this creature was a fish at one point, I think. Yeah, or, or something. many fishes put together, I don't know. So it's like a, an animal already alive and around, and obviously with the chemicals... It's mutated into this monster. It all seems a bit apt for the time that we're actually having at the, the moment yeah. with this story. So you've got your main characters, which leads to granddad, your dad, your, and the daughter of the dad that live in this food stand. Food stand. And the dad is, you may remember him from... Parasite, yeah. yeah. But a younger version. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, much younger version, yeah. But still the same kind of docile kind of look to him. Like, his character seems still... Yeah, I... I guess there's the, the element of black humour in the way they mm. have the characters behave in the film, which is, I kind of, I guess that's why I kind of like the film in the way, with it, the way that the characters play out, because it's kind of a funny situation, even though it's quite a, a dire situation yeah. in sometimes. But I've got an example of that um, yeah. to explain later mm. on, actually. Mm. So, obviously, with the saying how they'd, everybody had seen the creature initially wrapped around, cocooned, this was near where they had their stall and he was actually serving somebody some beers and this fish drops into the water and stupidly enough the main character the dad decides to chuck a beer at the fish the fish was not doing anything wrong the creature wasn't like trying to eat anybody or anything like that he was just minding his own business it had a little bit of a hanging moment and then he dropped down and he was enjoying his life then everybody decided, oh, this will be a good idea. I'll just start throwing any crap that I've got in my hands at this creature. And it's like, why are you doing that? Why are you wanting this? Why? Because they're wanting to see what it is. But in the end, they regret doing what they've done because, you know, this whole epidemic thing kicks off. Yeah. So it's like, well, actually, you should have just left it. Sometimes you're better off leaving it be than meddling in it. Yeah, but I bet even if no one had done that, it'd still be after them. Eventually. Yeah. But I think... They basically 
provoked egg, it. Yeah, egged him on. So obviously then there's this scene of where he comes out of the water and he's attacking everybody. Mm-hmm. And you've got your main guy that's running away, trying to beat the creature up and, you know, save people and such. And his daughter comes out to see what's happening and is then trying to run away with her. And you kind of already know with how it breaks that what's going to happen. So basically they fall to the ground and he goes to grab a hand. And the, the camera purposely cuts out a shot. Yeah, so you so can't that see. That that's happening, yeah. So you, and you know straight away, oh, he's not got the right person's hand. And he didn't. He had this other girl's hand and it, his daughter ended up being captured by the creature. Yeah. And this is like the main story then where he's trying to get his daughter back. That's the plot, well, really. Yeah, at this point he doesn't know that he's, he assumes that she's dead. He doesn't know that she's alive, so then... Well, he... There is a scene where they have like a... Is it like a memorial place where yeah. there's like... they've got all of... the lives lost, yeah. And this is where you get the other two characters to come in to join, which are obviously his siblings, so it's like his brother and sister of the dad. Yes. And... They kind of all come in and they're arguing about whose fault it is and such, mm-hmm. obviously, that this, the daughter's died. And then, I don't know, I... There was a scene where it was really, really over-dramatised and it was, like, all four of them were, like, kind of rolling around on the floor, kind of crying, but, like, then pushing one another. Yeah, and yeah. It was really, really animated to, like, a bit of a high extremity and it was, like, nobody in the right mind... I don't think would act that way. And the press were taking pictures. Oh, it was a bit of a cringe moment for me. I was just like, oh, just calm down. I know it's it's bad and you, your daughter's died, or so you think, but why are, you, why are you crawling around, rolling around on the floor like that? I was just like, that's just not... Grief can hit people in different ways, so... <laughs> I hope it doesn't hit me that way. I'd probably just be crying hysterically. I wouldn't chuck myself on the floor and have a paddy. Right. So that was a bit like I think I think as well maybe the main person who was really really close to him but all four of them rolling around seemed a bit comical, from my opinion. So, this man then comes in in a yellow hazmat suit. Yeah, and he's like saying, "Did anybody touch the creature? Has anybody you know been in contact, been yeah. in contact yeah. with yeah. him?" And basically saying, "If you have, please come over this way." And they shove him in this bag. And zip him up. Because he said, oh, I've got some blood on my face. Yeah. And I just straight away thought, oh, gosh, this is, like, really close to, like, the coronavirus, like, what we're experiencing at the moment. And it's a case of they were, like, literally taking it to a high extremity that this host virus was out there Mm -hmm. and that this was going to affect and kill people and such. So they end up taking him in and somewhat quarantining him, I'd say. Yeah. And his family, even though really the whole room should have been quarantined if that's the case because, you know, they've been in contact with him. Yeah. So he's in hospital and he's thinking he's, he's going to be next to die. Seeing his skin feels itchy, but I think that must be in his head a yeah. little bit. Like you get sometimes you're over paranoid about. Yeah, because yeah, someone just said yeah. something's wrong with you. There's this massive epidemic yeah. kind of crisis and you, that's touched you so you're... There's this virus and you're going to overthink it. So he's then, in the middle of the night, receives a phone call from his daughter and she's still alive. 
in a sewer somewhere where this fish has decided to chuck up all the other bodies. Yeah, stockpiling food to eat for later and then just go out and get some more. Yeah. So, obviously, everybody doesn't believe him when he says my daughter's still alive. You know, yeah, it, that's one of the things I notice about films sometimes. You know, when characters like, oh, please, please, me, we know that that character's right, but no, nobody listens. I know, and it's so frustrating. Because, like, only because, like, we know what they know, but we can't yeah. convince other people. We and can't prove it. That, yeah. But what I think is the case is it actually probably is a lot, that's life in general, people yeah. think that. And that's what frustrates me because, like, actually, they're probably right. Why are you not even believing them in the first place? What's given you, you know, until somebody kind of gives you a reason not to believe him, yeah. you should believe them, I believe. That's my kind of motto. Yeah. Until they kind of make you think otherwise. So mm-hmm. really, they should have tried to help this man and find his daughter, but no, no, they were like, you delusional, she's dead, you know, obviously this big yeah. creature's taken her, she's not going to be possibly alive. Yeah. So basically, then... They're all trying to escape the hospital. Which, yeah, what they do. Which they do succeed at. Then it's a lot of walking around, trying to figure out, going through different sewers, and they Mm -hmm. end up kind of having the family split. Yeah, branching off to 12. Obviously, the granddad ends up passing away in the certain circumstances, and they're trying to defeat the host at the same time as trying to find the daughter yeah that happened within way with how the the dad character's a bit of a bumbling idiot it's incompetence again passes mm. his dad's oh and dad yeah but i feel like he's gone through a lot more than which his dad did mention um because i'm guessing he's the older son yeah i have a feeling so and he's had to have a bit of a hard tough upbringing compared to the younger siblings yeah, yeah. so i think what he's had to go through and experience when he was a lot younger, when his family have struggled, has kind of had an effect on his character and the way he is. And you do end up feeling really sorry for this character. Yeah. Because it's like he's going through so much. And obviously his dad's just passed away. His daughter's now... He thinks she's alive somewhere, but he had a phone call. And then he's, it's been ages since he's actually tried to then... Yeah. Still finding her. And it's like, actually, you don't even know now if she could possibly be dead. But he's still hanging on to that thought. So they do end up branching out. And you can kind of see different sides of it. And it does come back to where the daughter is trying to still be alive, looking after herself, trying to drink water. And obviously she's not getting much food. So how she's actually surviving, unless it's when the dead bodies come down. She sees if there's any food on them and like she pinches the mobile phones and such. Yeah. One of the other people that, that falls down into the sewer crevice whatever you want to call it is um the little boy that she sort of befriends and yeah to help get out of the sewer from which monster. is lovely and i think she seems to because she has somebody else with her yeah she's more determined to look after him and both escape together so in the end he does end up finding his daughter after going through a lot of testing and He's been through a lot, yeah. He's been through a lot. They've at one point gone through his brain because they said the virus is in his brain and they've done all sorts to him. And yet they say at one point that it's it's not real, there's no... It's, you're like, oh, actually, no, it's not real, but the government is saying this virus is real to 
scaremonger you. Yeah. And to trick you. And I don't really get what they're benefiting from doing that unless they're trying to save people from going outside because of the big fish. If that's the aim of it or if it's a case of to try and make it look like a virus but actually it is somebody doing something wrong and they're covering up the fact that they did pour the chemicals down. Possibly, yeah, it's kind of conspiracy of, of that yeah. thing. But then the, the very end, they're sort of releasing this yellow an, anti, anti-toxin type yeah. thing or something for whatever reason to... To kill, end up killing the creature, doesn't it? So it is a, a bit of a poignant moment when this dad does end up finding the daughter hmm. and she's holding... The little boy and so basically he's the creature's there and he's got his daughter in his mouth and the dad's pulling the, her hand and the daughter is holding on to this little boy and you can see the dad straight away discard the boy like nope i'm not bothered about you i'm just wanting to make sure my daughter's alive <laughs> and it's, it's so upsetting to say that he's gone through everything yeah kind of it's too it's too late really but what is lovely is, in the end, he does take on the little boy that he initially discards for quite a while, and you think, actually, he's, he's going to be a goner too, because he, he kind of neglects him a bit, and he's like, I'm not interested, I don't know who you are. But I think because, obviously, the daughter had looked after him, yeah. it felt like because he knew her, they had a common connection. Well, so You mentioned about the, the way that the monster's actually killed off in the end. Yeah, so it's the gas, obviously, which has kind of tamed it a bit, so the yellow people have done their bit. But then yeah. it's... Obviously, they've got they've got brother and the sister there, and the brother's got... Help from, like, some hobos or something. Yeah, yeah, and they've done that bottle thing where you put, like, you light it up like, and you've got a cloth. A Molotov cocktail, that's what it's called. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah well, you light it with a... Like a rag with some alcohol or something yeah. on the flammable liquid, and then you throw it light and throw it. But there's a part of the scene where. Yeah, one of the, oh. the thing they're pouring on the petrol, gasoline, whatever, onto the creature, and he's like, oh, drinking it, and then it's all right, I'm going to throw the. <laughs> <laughs> the uncle sat, I'm going to throw it, and <laughs> like drops it, and he's like, oh. I was thinking, you're as bad as your brother, you slag him off, yeah. but you know better. But then the, the sister gets a sort of redeeming thing because she. At the beginning, she failed at uh, winning a gold or silver medal for a bow and arrow uh, championship, so she ended up with a bronze in the end because she ran out of time, which is a bit unfair. But I still think a bronze is not bad no, to be honest. But uh, she redeems herself by setting it on fire with bow and arrow, so she gets the little poignant bit, and then the dad finishes it off with the pole in the end because it's like oh, I'm going to run into the water because I'm on fire. Yeah, and then he's like, nope. Nope, you're not, I'm not allowing you. Yeah. You've killed my daughter. Because yeah. a bit of blood splattered on me, mm-hmm. being tested in mm-hmm. cruelty. Yeah, gone through that. Yeah, so yeah. basically he's gone up through all this rubbish just because of this creature. Mm-hmm. So that's the long and short of it. I guess it's more about the human characters than the monster. It is, yeah. There is. You do get to feel for your characters. Yeah. But I think... But you, don't, you don't feel that like the, the creature was... Was that effective in this film, or not? Or it wasn't. They need. They need to be more of it. Or do you think it worked as part? Of, you know, what worked well with the story. I think it worked well with the story that we had. Yeah. I don't think there needed to be much more of it because I didn't like the design of it. <laughs> no. So I think 
And I think that kind of showed because the creature wasn't really the main focus. So it's like, well, actually, to say it is a creature kind of monster film. Mm. I don't know what... Yeah, it's, as I say, it's not your typical no. thing because of it being a, a Korean film. I don't think that had any part of it being just more character-driven rather than monster-driven. But you do get some films where, the, you know, they don't get a lot of monster effects and stuff. And, mm. but it's yeah, more, it so I think be... that's why it kind of didn't have you want in the end your monster didn't actually feel like the main part and i didn't feel normally i know this sounds daft i do feel sorry for the monster in the end you didn't for this one i no, didn't no, no. i i think not it like deserved to die no <laughs> not like king kong at no. all yeah because did you show like a little bit of grace like the you show you can see that it is actually a creature at the end of the day and it's just wanting to eat but with yeah. this one i just thought it was greedy it kind of got its food and then it stored it and, like, it didn't even notice. It wasn't a clever creature because it didn't even notice, like, when the girl was moving. Well, it did when she tried to escape on the rope. That was the only time that it showed any sign of, like, clever thought. Like, oh, you're not getting away with this. Yeah. But, yeah, I know what you mean. That You know, it, it, it wasn't aware that she'd moved from the spot to go and hide in the... Yeah, because you'd have thought it would realised how, how much food it had down there. Well, probably not. It's not. Okay. You know, it's you not... know what I mean? Yeah, not, yeah. A normal yeah. creature would know what it'd have and if something had moved it would be aware if it was and well, there but I don't think maybe it wouldn't go it wouldn't unless you were a and really well, smart it would animal smell. It would, yeah probably it would smell, smell. It, yeah. you still being alive mm. and it, it's got it's hearing so like you're breathing it sense mm. all these kind of things I don't know if because it's a fish it's different I'm not sure maybe that's what I think it did have a fish like kind of personality like, cold fish yeah it didn't seem to have much logical sense in it. It wasn't a smart creature. What would you just design to improve it if you were saying, right, let's give it a re I think I'd probably give it four legs. Like, more like a lizard. And what crawled on the ground, or still able to run like a dog, or...? I think it'd run, but it wouldn't have such as long legs at the front. So then it's, like, back end was floating, wasn't it, really? It'd kind of be... Yeah. But it could swim at the same but... time. Yeah, you gotta think. Yeah, you gotta think. If it's gotta be fast enough to move quickly, it can't be sluggishly. No, no, it'd have like reasonably sized legs, but it didn't need to be two giant front legs because it'd have four. Right. I probably want it a bit more scaly as well. Rather than smooth like a, a fish, like an eel. Yeah. yeah. It didn't seem that scary apart from it till it opened its mouth, and you didn't really think that mouth fit the fish, in my opinion. I'm thinking. It could have had a bit more scale to it, maybe some kind of more teeth. Yeah, I did about like three rows of them. Yeah, but not you didn't see it until it opened its mouth fully wide. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'd wanted more like a, like if it snarled at you, you could see some teeth. What What would you What did you think of the design? I didn't see. I didn't really see anything inherently wrong with it. It might look a bit comical with the way it's running, kind of like do like flopping around mm. like thing but I think that's really just down to having it moving around I think it I can't really properly envision it how effectively you'd make it be able to swim and run on land kind of I know things. what you're meaning but I think but you could have... it, it met, possibly if it was to be redone to today's technology standards it might look Bit more realistic or something, but but that's just how it is. I don't think it this doesn't need a remake or anything. No, and I don't think personally it would be one of those that I'd think how oh, I need to re watch 
yeah. either. I've it's kind of like you've, once you've mm. got the gist, because there is a bit of character building, but then there is quite a bit of action, and there's not much talking going on at the back end. There is a little bit more like kind of because they're more solely mm-hmm. on their own trying to figure it out. Yeah. So I, I think because obviously you already told me that this film was directed by Bong Joon Ho. Obviously, at the time when I first saw the film back in for uni or whenever it was, must have seen it. I obviously didn't know it was him at the time. I didn't know he was going to come into greater things. But so. I think with comparing, because oh, obviously yeah. I've seen Parasite yeah. and then I've seen Host, I think because you've seen it in the right order. Yeah, I've not seen I think there's a couple of films I haven't seen by him. So I think I kind of had my... When you straight away said it, I had Parasite kind of standards. Mm. Yeah. Which it's a different par, really. Oh, it's a different genre. Yeah. I think the Parasite one, it does it grips you. Yeah. I wasn't fully gripped in on this mm. as much as I did wanted you, to be. Did you get the sense of the, sort of the way the comedy styling of how the characters were in in this one as well as how they were in Parasite a little bit as well. Yeah, it's... yeah. You Comparison, could, yeah, parallel. You could see kind of the characterisation and the building of them, but yeah. I think that's more the, the style in Korea, you know, they have that humour. I, I quite like it, actually, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. It does add a sense to it. So, it wasn't one of my main favourite monster films so far. Because mm. okay. obviously, this is, this is a good thing about it, I can compare now. Mm-hmm. And I think... It'll be interesting, maybe at the end, once we've done Monster March, where I get to think, right, which one was my favourite yeah, okay. Monster March film. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think this is... <laughs> yeah, okay. This one would be right. it. Yeah, okay, we'll go to the rating then. It's tricky, because I did enjoy it, and I did. there's nothing actually wrong with the content of the film. Mm-hmm. And I actually prefer watching it with the subtitles. When they were speaking English and the mouths weren't kind of coming inside... With one another, it just kind of lost its appeal as such. So I think it makes it more authentic to. Yeah, because when we first started and realised, oh no, it's not. It, on the disc, it was the English track, and it's like, no, 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 what's going on? Here? Can't yeah. No, it's not. I think that's not how I've seen it, and wanted to see the the way I've initially seen it. <laughs> yeah, and I think it it does add to the film, personally. Yeah, yeah. So I do that. Obviously, yeah. The culture side of it is interesting and it's obviously different to the way our films are made mm-hmm. and it did have a good storyline I think it, the monster itself I didn't gel with right. so I think that will probably show in my score mm-hmm. I don't think I want to really oh, it won't be oh I'm gonna have to re-watch like Parasite where it's like I'd watch it tomorrow just to see if I'd missed something I don't feel I'm, I've missed much from right what I've watched, I think I've captured everything with that one watch. Okay. So, with everything that I've just said, probably a six. Okay. <laughs> no, you're not happy with my score? Well, no, that's... It's not a terribly low score. It's it's not a bad film. It won't be some... But it wouldn't be one of those films that goes to me, oh, you're going to have to watch this film. It wouldn't come up in a conversation for me like that, okay. personally. Whereas I would say, if you like monster films, give this one a try. 
it's something a bit different. And I, that's what I do. I do so like that's, the fact. That's why I, th- I was throwing this in the mix for this one, rather than just a lot of these other ones will be American. Yeah. I mean, I know I said another one's six is a bit though, but mine is only a seven. Oh, okay. But, so that makes me feel better yeah, then. Yeah. Because I think I'm not writing it, putting it on a pedestal or anything. No. Anything, but. And I think my problem was because I went in with Parasite in my head. Okay. I think that's yeah. the, the letdown yeah, yeah. a little bit. Whereas I've had more of a... I think I've seen this maybe three. This might be the fourth time I've seen it now. Maybe. Right. So you yeah. you knew exactly yeah. what would come in. Yeah, yeah. You didn't... When you watched it the second time, you probably didn't think that you missed actually yeah, that no, much no, the first no, time but, around. No. But I think with Parasite, it's like it is a gripping... You want to watch it. You want to watch it again and again. Yeah, you, you get your films that allow you to have multiple viewings and you can pick up on certain things you missed the first time around. But I know what you're saying for this one. But then I guess really with any monster film, I don't know if it's just the kind of like genre that it is. It's not as in depth as yeah yeah that yeah. to be wanting to re watch no. and re watch. Yeah, maybe it's not something that interests you as much as as it does for me, perhaps. But maybe that's part of it as well. I don't know, but maybe it's not the right. I think one. it. I I think it's probably just not the right one for me. Mm-hmm. I think in the end. I think I will like the monster movies. I do think it will. Mm-hmm. But then if they hurt them, then, well, that's another story. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is, because it's like you you just get to despise the creature and then you realise that you like him again. And then the human hurts him and then you hate the human and you, you're going through all these emotions. But not with this one. No. No, no he deserved to die. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was man's fault that he was made, but... Yeah, it was. He deserved to die. It really did deserve to die, but really the people who created him, it's their fault. And then the whole epidemic of, oh, there's a virus that isn't even a virus. Yeah, yeah a lot of truth. and Yeah. That brings true to this day, so, sadly. But mm-hmm. there we are. So what is next week's then? Um, I've had it in my head that for next time, on a similar th- theme of an aquatic... Oh, dear. Mm-mm thing but I'm, well I feel like you'll probably definitely should get something more out of it because you've you've been on the ride at Universal <laughs> no it's Jaws isn't it correct no well I was we'll, we'll probably save the story for when yeah, yeah, we yeah, do no. the review of yeah. my traumatic experience <laughs> but I've never seen the film so I don't even know why I bothered yeah with <laughs> anyway yeah that's for next time so um make sure you check out next week's episode for that one yeah it will be a fun one i i still don't even know what to expect with it so mm-hmm. i don't think i'm gonna grow to love jaws anyways <laughs> that's for sure okay <laughs> we shall yeah. see i might change my mind <laughs> yeah so thank you very much for listening I hope you enjoyed my thoughts. I'm not saying don't go see it and watch it. Definitely do. Everybody's opinions are different. But I'm hoping you did like what we had to say. And hopefully you'll enjoy next times as well. Mm-hmm. So keep it tuned. Yep. You can follow us on Spotify, and iTunes, wherever else you may get your podcasts from. And of course, we're on Podbean. So if you search for SP Film Viewers on Podbean website you'll find us there and you can also find us by searching on Instagram and Twitter.
So if you would like to give us a like, a follow, leave a comment, any recommendations of what you would like us to view in April, or any other monster films that we could, Paul hasn't thought of, <laughs> then that would be brilliant. Um, so we'll speak to you next time. Okay, until then, it's goodbye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.